You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. This segment is brought to you by Alan Gray, Long-Term Investing. So, uh, focusing back on the uh, markets once again and uh, what they have done uh, for the month of January uh, so far. It's been record after record after record with uh, even a positive close for the uh, JSC uh, today. And this is despite all the worries around a recession um, globally and also uh, the worries about load shedding, um, record load shedding, according to uh, APSA uh, for the month of January. And that is uh, locally. So... Has January, I suppose, one has to ask, has the month of January set the tone for where markets may or may not go for the rest of the year? And how do we explain uh, all these records with all the negatives that have also been in the air? Uh, Alan Gray Portfolio Manager Jacques Jacques Plot uh, joins us uh, for more. Jacques, thanks so much uh, for your time. So perhaps just to dial back the biggest shifts in 2022 what were they and what can we learn from them? Hi, Phoebe. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, so there were a few big changes last year. I think one of the biggest ones was the end of the 40-year bull market in government bonds. And for a long time, you could only win on this trade by lending money to to develop market governments. And by the end of 2021, these instruments had become so overpriced, people were willing to lend money to the UK for 1%. Sure. And, um, and that's for 30 years, a 30-year loan. And investors lost a lot of money on that trade last year. It was also the sixth six worst, worst year for the S&P 500 on record. Um, so stocks also fell, especially technology stocks. From the peak, most of them lost 30% of their value. Um, and then locally, it was a bit more mixed. And so in terms of what lessons we can learn, it's you know, it's always tricky drawing lessons from just one year, but I think it, it was a very useful reminder that it is possible to lose money in the stock market. I think many people were in danger of forgetting that lesson. Except this year, uh, things have started out pretty good. I mean, uh, last I checked, most uh, global, major global stock markets finished the month of January on quite a sound footing, uh, including including us. I mean, up uh, almost 10% or just over 10% in one month alone. So perhaps help us understand uh, the JSC specifically, all the new records it's hit, uh, despite the fact that there have been a lot of uh, negatives out there that potentially should have limited those gains. Yes, yeah, so, so Jan was a very good month, but it's, it's really just one month. And the thing that people must always remember with the JSC is that a lot of the stocks listed here have nothing to do with South Africa. Um, of the stocks we own in South Africa, only about 43% are what I would call SA Inc. stocks, um, like a ShopRite, or I mean, we don't own ShopRite, but those kinds of stocks and the banks. Um, and the rest are big global companies like Anheuser Busch InBev and Glencore and British American Tobacco that have almost no, none of their business in SA. So, I mean, it's, it's always hard to know why it's been such a good month or why stocks are doing what they're doing. The story that everyone is talking about is the China reopening trade. Sure. And people, are, people have a lot of faith in this. They're very optimistic about China you know, restarting building and the demand for commodities picking up and the Chinese are going to travel and buy jewelry from Richmond. And I think it feels like that's what's been driving stocks. Uh, we're a bit more nervous and skeptical about that story. Okay. But the load shedding impact locally, 
What has that looked like on the local stock market? So uh, on the stock market, very hard to say, but on individual companies, you can see the impact. It's It's been brutal. Um, ShopRite said recently they've had to spend half a billion rand on diesel in um, the recent six months. And a company like Astral, again, like very SA Inc. stock, they need electricity to keep their their broilers warm and they need electricity to store the chickens and they're going to make no money in the first half of this year. So a big impact on on earnings. But when uh, the thing to remember is when you buy a stock, you're buying it for 10, 15, 20 years, you're buying a real business. And then a question for us is not so much you know, what's going to happen with load shedding in 2023, but more how will load shedding impact the long-term fundamentals of a company? How does it change their position on the cost curve? Maybe you've got a company where the competitors are even worse off and some of them go out of business. It could even be a good thing for for, for, for some companies. Um, not in, um, if, if, if the competitors go out of business. Yeah. Uh, obviously not for the people who are Not for in, society. <laughs> yeah, we'd in rather not companies. have load yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. So then how does uh, that inform your long-term view then of South Africa's stock market? Do you reckon it still offers value? Um, so again, that depends really SA Inc. or everything listed here. Uh, so we are able to find what we think are cheap stocks listed here, but a lot of them aren't SA Inc. stocks. And so the stocks, I mean, some of the stocks in our top 10, British American Tobacco, AB InBev, Mondi, Glencore, Sibania, we think these are are cheap stocks, and we like the, the valuations. We think you could do well for on, do well investing in them over the long term. We had some some SA Inc stocks like Woolworths, um, a couple of the banks, which we, where we think the bad news does seem to be priced in. Okay, and uh, just a parting shot. Why uh, should long-term investors remain focused on intrinsic value? In my mind, well, in my mind, it's the only way to invest. Um, it's it's sort of core to how we think about investing. If you start focusing on other things, like for example, you just try and be one step ahead of the crowd, and you try and trying to play the China reopening trade, or you you buying the shares on the charts, or and that kind of thing, then I think you really are at risk of losing money. Um, and by losing money, I mean a permanent loss of capital. Sometimes you buy a share, the price goes down. That's fine as long as the value of the business you've bought is still intact. But if you've bought something on a different thesis based on you know the chart, then there's no real way to recover if your thesis doesn't play out. Uh, so that's why I think it's it's a it's a good sound investment philosophy to focus on intrinsic value. All right, uh, Jacques. Thanks so much uh, for those insights. We'll leave it there. Jacques Plout, portfolio manager at uh, Allen Gray. This segment was brought to you by Allen Gray. Long-term investing. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.